When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2887. Closing your interests opens more interesting opportunities. The power of diligence in creating a remarkable life by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who's been reading to you every day, including holidays for many years now. I'm ready to keep that up, so let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Closing your interests opens more interesting opportunities. The Power of Diligence in Creating a Remarkable Life by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. The Banjo Player. Steve Martin made the comments around 20 minutes into his 2007 interview with Charlie Rose. They're talking about how Martin learned the banjo. In high school, I couldn't play an instrument, Martin admits. Quote, I remember getting my first banjo and reading the book saying, this is how you play the C chord. And I put my fingers down to play the C chord and I couldn't tell the difference. But I told myself, just stick with this, just keep playing. And one day you'll have been playing for 40 years. And at this point, you'll know how to play, end quote. Learning banjo is not easy, especially at a time and place, 1960s California, where banjo lessons were not a possibility. Martin's technique was to take Earl Scruggs' records and slow them down from 33 RPM to 16 RPM. He would then tune down the banjo to match the slower speed and start picking out the notes painstakingly one by one. Years later, Martin began to integrate the banjo into his act. The reason I played banjo on stage, he explained in an ABC interview, is because I thought it's probably good to show the audience I can do something that looks hard because this act looks like I'm just making it up. As he kept playing and practicing, he got better. In 2009, Martin released his first album, The Crow. He won a Grammy. This was 50 years after Martin picked up his first banjo. Not far off from the 40 years he had predicted as a teenager it would take him to know how to play. Martin's diligence. One of the things that has always impressed me about Steve Martin is his diligence. In his memoir, Born Standing Up, he emphasizes this theme, defining diligence not just in terms of persistence, but also in the ability to ignore unrelated pursuits. Martin was, of course, being facetious when he pepped himself up with the idea that it'd only take 40 years to get good at the banjo. He was playing at a high level in his act within five to 10 years of starting his training but this statement reflects a deeper truth. Getting good at something is not to be taken lightly. It's a pursuit measured in years, not weeks. This diligence 
to find Martin's path. He spent decades focused intensely on his act, which meant two things, banjo and jokes. After reaching the peak of the live comedy world in the 1970s, he turned his attention for years to making movies. Then he spent years working on fiction writing. More recently, he's returned back to his banjo. If you collapse Martin's skills into a flat list, he sounds like a renaissance man. But if you take a snapshot of any particular point of his life, you'll encounter relentless, long-term focus on a very small number of things. Diligence versus the world. I'm reintroducing this idea of diligence because I keep encountering it in the stories of people with remarkable lives and yet almost never see it mentioned in the online community where Study Hacks lives. And this is a problem. We've created this fantasy world where everyone is just 30 days of courage-boosting exercises and life hacks away from living an amazing life. But when you study people like Martin who really do live remarkable lives, you almost always encounter stretches of years and years dedicated to honing craft. A part of the resistance to diligence comes from the following two common complaints. I don't love any one thing enough to pursue it with such dedication, and I like to keep my options open. These complaints, it's important to realize, are built on shaky ground. To counter the first worry, recall that the idea of pre-existing passion, as I've argued many times, has almost no scientific backing. Martin, for example, with his commitment to diligence, could have created a remarkable life based on any number of different pursuits. He ended up playing banjo because Pete Seeger was big at the time, and ended up in comedy because when he was young, his parents moved to a town next to Disneyland where Martin landed a job that surrounded him by professional performers. If his parents had instead moved to Cape Canaveral, Martin may have become an important rocket scientist. If they'd moved to the Lower East Side, we'd probably know Martin today primarily as a novelist. When it comes to passion, the what is often much less important than the how. The worry about keeping options open is even more groundless. So I have a new book coming out in September. It's titled, So Good They Can't Ignore You, also comes from Martin. I'll talk more about this project later, but one of the things I discuss in the book is that when you study the evidence, it's clear that you're not likely to encounter real interesting opportunities in your life until after you're really good at something. If you avoid focus because you wanna keep your options open, you're likely accomplishing the opposite. Getting good is a prerequisite to encountering options worth pursuing. For these reasons, I think diligence is a subject we should explore in more depth. You just listened to the post titled, Closing Your Interests Opens More Interesting Opportunities, The Power of Diligence in Creating a Remarkable Life by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. Thank you to Cal. An important one to remember, especially with podcasts like these that tend to highlight some quick life hacks here and there, Yes, those can help, but like he says, I think the most remarkable are the ones who relentlessly pursue the things that are most important to them. It's something I'm still trying to do myself. This podcast started in 2015, and while it would have been nice to take a break at certain times, I also get pleasure from remembering this side of the coin, the grind and practice that ultimately leads to better and better things. This one show led to our second one ever, Optimal Finance Daily, 
then not too long after Optimal Health Daily, Optimal Relationships Daily, even Optimal Startup Daily, which turned into Optimal Business Daily and eventually Optimal Work Daily. But very recently, now a nighttime sleepy affirmations podcast that you can find too. And please do check it out, by the way, because if enough people like it, we'll keep releasing episodes. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in your podcast app. and You can find all of our shows, including the new Sleep Affirmations show as well. So all that to say, I couldn't agree more. Getting really good at something truly does make you stand out in more ways than you can imagine. So practice up, stand out, have a great rest of your day. Thank you for being here and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.